Today, the church calls this Sunday, 14th Sunday of Ordinary Time. The 14th Sunday of Ordinary Time. In the old calendar, this Sunday was actually referred to as the fourth Sunday after Pentecost. And then next Sunday would be the fifth Sunday after Pentecost. So instead of such and such Sunday of Ordinary Time, it was such and such Sunday after Pentecost. And there's some beauty to that that everything is in reference to Pentecost and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Jesus suffered and died. He rose from the dead. He spent 40 days appearing, resurrected to his closest disciples. And then just before he was to ascend to heaven, he said, pray and wait for the Advocate, for the Holy Spirit that would come. And so the apostles and our Blessed Mother waited in the upper room praying, And on Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was poured out upon them. And then it was at that point that they went to the ends of the world. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and they went out proclaiming the kingdom, the gospel, bringing others into the people of God. And such is the same for us, that we have experienced Pentecost. We have been baptized. We are confirmed. And likewise, we are sent out on mission to proclaim the kingdom of God. Today's gospel, Jesus sends out the 72 on mission. And just as he did them, he sends us out on mission. He says, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. The harvest is abundant. There's a lot of good to be done, but the labors are few. There are few who actually respond to Jesus' call to proclaim the kingdom. I like to say that God won't waste us. He won't waste you. If you truly want to work in the Lord's harvest in his vineyard, if you truly want to love and serve him and build up his kingdom, he will use you. I remember... You know, those great um, sports movies of kids, you know, like Little Giants or uh, The Mighty Ducks. And at the beginning of these movies, they're always very bad and not very good. And you always have the coach looking at the bench, seeing who he's going to put into the game. And, you know, it's always the smallest, scrawniest guy, you know, raising his hand, put me in, coach, you know. And the the coach is trying to ignore him, you know, (laughs) because he doesn't want to put him in because he's not very good. That's not the way it is with God in his kingdom. He uses everyone and wants to use everyone because he's given great talents, great charisms, great gifts for his kingdom. He will not waste anybody. All we have to do is say, here I am, Lord. I've come to do your will. He will not leave you on the bench. The great convert from Anglicanism, St. John Henry Cardinal Newman, has this beautiful prayer, and I'll just share some of it with you, about being used by the Lord for his purposes. He says, God knows me and calls me by my name. God has created me to do him some definite service. He has committed some work to me which he has not committed to another. Somehow I am necessary for his purposes. I have a part in his great work. He has not created me for naught, 
I shall do good. Therefore, I will trust him. Whatever, wherever I am, I can never be thrown away. If I'm in sickness, my sickness may serve him. In perplexity, my perplexity may serve him. If I am in sorrow, my sorrow may serve him. My sickness or perplexity or sorrow may be necessary causes of some great good which is quite beyond us. He does nothing in vain. Still, he knows what he is about. Let me be your blind instrument, Lord. I ask not to see. I ask not to know. I ask simply to be used. I ask not to see. I ask not to know, Lord, just that you use me for your purposes. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to make this our prayer. This needs to be our disposition to be open, to be used by the Lord for his purposes. You are the 72. If you don't proclaim the kingdom, if you don't labor in the vineyard, who will? The laborers are few. There's a world out there just dying because they do not know Jesus Christ. They need the gospel. just like to share, I think, one simple way that we can proclaim the kingdom of God, one easy way to bring the peace of Christ to the world, especially on this 4th of July weekend when we're with friends and relatives. And it's this. Asking others if there is something that we can pray for for them. Asking others if there's something that we can pray for for them. Today or tomorrow when you're talking with someone, catching up, maybe you're having a cool, refreshing drink with them and the time's kind of wrapping up, to say to them, Hey, John, what can I pray for for you? And watch what happens. They may be caught a little off guard, and if they're someone who's a little bit more, you know, reserved, they may say, Oh, pray for world peace. (laughs) Others, you may be surprised. They may start to tear up a little, indicating some heavy things that are on their hearts and on their minds. And they'll say, yeah, you know what, in a matter of fact, my son and his wife are struggling in their marriage. Could you pray for them? Or they may say, well, yeah, you know what, my, my mom, she's suffering from dementia. and She doesn't even recognize me anymore, and that's really tough. Please pray for me. It's such a simple way to proclaim the kingdom of God, to bring God's love and his peace to people. The key, though, is to be attentive and recollected when talking to people. Realize that we're always on mission. Ask the Lord to be with you during these days and ask for the Holy Spirit to guide you, to move you, to prompt you, to say what he would like you to say. And then if you're really courageous and attentive to the Spirit, maybe to say, can we say a Hail Mary for your intention, or let's say in Our Father. Or if you're really courageous, you can lead even a small, spontaneous prayer. As Catholics, we like our rote prayers, and there's nothing wrong with that, to stay confined, you know, stay to with what's familiar, our Hail Marys and Our Fathers, but maybe to lead a spontaneous prayer. And I'm just going to share how it's really easy to do that. Just start by addressing one of the three divine persons. 
Father, Son, or Spirit, or all three. So saying, Lord Jesus, it's the first part. Second part, expressing your gratitude, what you're thankful for, praising God for something. Lord Jesus, we praise you for your goodness, for your greatness. I thank you for Samantha here. She is so good, her deep faith. Okay, you thank her, you thank God, you praise. And then ask for your petition, your intercessions. Lord, we pray for Samantha and her son and his family. We ask that you give them peace. We ask that you give them reconciliation, that they truly know your love for them. And then finally, just ending it. We ask this in Jesus' name, or that's when you can add the Hail Mary if you'd like. I always like to say, you know, we ask this in the intercession of all the saints, especially our Blessed Mother. And then you can say a Hail Mary together. It may be a little awkward, but that's okay. And in the end, the person won't remember exactly how awkward it may have been, but they'll, they'll remember how much you cared for them. And they'll recognize God's presence with them. I'd like us to get more comfortable asking others what we can pray for and get more comfortable praying with each other. I want us to be a people that brings God's kingdom to the world by praying for others. I believe each and every one of us will have an opportunity to do that in the next few days and pray for the courage just to ask, you know, what can I pray for for you today? And you'll be surprised by the heavy crosses that many are carrying and sometimes how alone they feel with these crosses, the burdens that they are carrying. And to know that someone else cares, for you to express that God cares for them, can be quite powerful. So my friends, Jesus needs you. By your baptism and your confirmation, you have received the Holy Spirit. You are the 72. And he's sending you out on mission. Sending you to a world that needs peace, healing. It needs Jesus Christ. And one of the simplest things we can do is just to ask someone what we can pray for for them. And then as the 72 came back to Jesus to relate to him, to tell him, excited about what they did, come back and tell me. I'd I'd love to hear about your experiences and the times that you asked what you could pray for for another. Let me know how it went.